The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters, taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Welcome to Market Edge with Glenn Engler. Get ready to hear perspectives on social media and digital marketing that will help you gain insight into the unique opportunities and challenges facing marketers and thought leaders today. Now, now, please welcome your host, a Fortune 500 industry figure in the marketing and communications world for more than 25 years and Chief Executive Officer of Digital Influence Group, the host of Market Edge, Glenn Engler. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Glenn Engler, CEO of Digital Influence Group, a full-service digital marketing agency that helps companies unlock the social potential of their brands and amplify its impact to drive business results. Today, I'll be talking about online retailing and mobile commerce with Brian Tilser, Vice President of E-Commerce and Business Development for Staples.com, one of the largest internet retailers in the world. Brian leads electronic and mobile commerce for Staples.com, working to drive sales for small business customers and to deliver a world-class shopping experience for consumers. He's also responsible for developing the online experience for two of Staples' cross-channel growth initiatives, Copy and Print and Office Technology, both of which he initiated when he was the company's Vice President of Strategy. Brian has a strong history of leading growth for Staples in other areas as well, including U.S. retail and technology, as a VP in both departments. He is the driving force behind new business opportunities for staples.com. Prior to joining Staples, Brian served as the Senior Vice President of Strategy and Business Development for Linens and Things. Early in his career after college and through business school, he spent 10 years working with retail and consumer clients as a management consultant at Accenture. Brian is on the Board of Directors for the Massachusetts Innovation and Technology Exchange. He's also an avid fan of the New York Giants, and I'm proud to say a fellow Tufts University alum. It's great to have you on Market Edge, Brian. Welcome. Yeah, thank you very much, Glenn. I'm very excited to be here. Great. So let's get started. Um, Staples.com now absolutely at the top of the charts in terms of commerce. Talk a little bit about what you've got going on coming up as you turn the corner to the fourth quarter and Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Yeah, we uh, uh, are in the midst of a really big sort of transformation of Staples.com. Um, you know, as you look at our business model, we've uh, established a bigger and broader goal for us as Staples, um, and our aspiration now is to be the um, office solutions provider for really anything a business needs to run a business and grow. And uh, for us at Staples.com, what that means is we need to have the e-commerce capabilities, uh, and we need to be able to offer all the products and services as a small business uh, needs or wants. Um, so we're busy, busy building building out new businesses. So I've read uh, in in variety of the annual reports and other areas that, that staples.com is um, affecting uh, more than 40% of the overall business. And I think a lot of retailers are struggling for that balance between live, in-store, and online. How do you, in your role, work closely with the merchandising and the, and the retail 
um, the live retail footprint um, to sort of balance that from a customer's perspective? Um, yeah, it's a good question, and, and it's a tough balance. But at Staples, we think one of um, the biggest ways we can make shopping easier for our customers is really to give them the choice of interacting with us how they want to. So whether that be in the store, on our line, online, or also um, through our sales channels, um, we uh, we want to really uh, give the customer the opportunity to you know perhaps start researching in one channel, move into another for some assistance, and maybe close the sale or receive some post-sale support uh, in a third channel. Um, so a lot of what we do in Staples.com is really uh, serve as the glue and in, in some sense between our different channels. Um, I spend as much time working our, with a retail team as I do with our dot-com team and with our salespeople um, because staples.com really needs to serve uh, all the channels and really be about the customer first and foremost. So one of the big initiatives you guys launched this past summer was a new mobile-optimized site for Staples. Can you talk a little bit about the big push in mobile and around mobile and uh, what your key strategies are and how you're focused on it going forward? Sure. Um, you know, we see mobile as just a fantastic another way of making shopping even easier for our customers by putting more power into their hands uh, to research, learn, and shop across our channels. Uh, so first and foremost, you know, we see mobile as the ultimate example of cross-channel shopping. It's an example where you know, customers literally take one channel, the online channel, and can physically carry it into another channel. Uh, so the way we've designed um, our mobile uh, assets and uh, specifically the uh, mobile uh, site that you referred to over the summer is we really studied and understood what pain points our customers saw in their shopping experience and look for ways to solve those pain points on a mobile device. Uh, we made decisions in terms of what feature, features and functionalities to highlight uh, based upon the cross-channel shopping use case uh, and uh, you know, made ordering on the mobile device uh, actually secondary relative to researching and being able to set someone up for a great in-store purchase. So, um, so, yeah. uh, so we are continuing to go down that path and uh, we'll have uh, a new uh, app to market within the next couple of weeks and uh, many more uh, mobile uh, assets uh, coming to market over the next uh, quarter. So there's a joke in a lot of places, which is 2012 is the fifth straight year of mobile. Um, and a whole discussion about how mobile is transforming. You started to touch on this, but can you talk a little bit vis-a-vis -vis the uh, senior leadership at Staples about how you think of metrics of success in mobile and the mobile commerce area? Yeah. So I think, um, I think the backdrop is that if you look at the adoption rates of mobile technology versus the Internet, so mid-90s in the Internet and uh, web browsers and the like versus mobile devices today, the adoption rates actually are much quicker in mobile. Mm. Um, across tablets and smartphones, a larger portion of the population has adopted those technologies quicker than uh, the original Internet technology. So it's clearly a channel that's very important to our customers if there's that kind of adoption rate. So if it's important to our customers, it's important to us. Um, but as we think about mobile, um, you know, its role is more complicated in many ways than um, online. Um, you know, the role of mobile is about, uh, on the one hand, on smartphones, uh, enabling as easy as possible shopping uh, across channels. So we're much more concerned about usage 
and time on the site and satisfaction with the research experience than actual uh, typical web metrics like uh, sales and conversion rates. Okay. Um, I think if you look then at tablet devices, though, tablet devices are probably going to be somewhere between smartphones and PCs and that there is going to be, and there is for us, a larger portion of, of uh, actual purchasing going on. Uh, so we'll probably be a little bit more focused on uh, on those kinds of more traditional web metrics. Uh, but again, the the engagement with our customers and how much time they're spending um, interacting with uh, Staples, uh, our brand, our product uh, online is still going to be very important to us. Okay. So uh, following along in the areas of, of metrics and how you see the integration of different channels and, and pieces in the whole marketing mix, uh, you also touch a large part of the um, social media and social presence. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you're seeing the social space impacting things like the Staples brand uh, overall? So I think uh, we think uh, social is really uh, part of the changing landscape of of where our customers are and and how you influence them. Uh, the days of old, where you know, as a retailer, it was really just about being in that circular, and in our case, mailing out print calcula- cal- uh, catalogs. Uh, those days are over. Um, we still do those uh, vehicles; they're still important to us. But the future is really uh, being with getting to our customers, building our brand interacting with them in digital uh, in the digital ecosystem. Um, I think mobile is actually another great example of it. We see a huge portion of our emails already being opened on mobile devices. So we have to think about what our strategies are relative to that. Uh, but specific um, to um, social presence, you know, we've seen uh, Facebook as a great way to uh, drive our brand and reinforce who we are and who we want to be and what we can do for our customers and being in a place where customers are open to those kinds of messages. Um, On the other hand, we see something like Twitter as a fantastic customer service tool. Um, We have dedicated people who are using uh, Twitter in many ways the way we used to use some of the phones and the call centers back in the day. Um, you know, where customers need help, um, you know, it's a really convenient way for them to get in touch with them and for us to help them. Um, so, um, you know, a wide variety of tactics based upon the, the vehicles. I, I think the key message, though, is we see them as essential to the future, and we're putting a lot of energy against sort of testing, learning, innovating, and, r- and really um, figuring out how to make these as meaningful as possible to uh, our small business customers. And just to that end of the customer sets, you guys obviously have products and services that are relevant for consumers, for education, for small business, for big businesses. Are you seeing the digital mobile social space being embraced vis-a-vis the Staples products and services differently across those different groups? Are there some that you're finding that are it's resonating more? Just curious what you see from a customer segment. Standpoint. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, you know, before uh, I'll use uh, mobile as an example. Before uh, we really embarked on that journey, there was a sense that says, you know what, mobile. It's, uh, for whatever reason, there were some people in the company that thought that would be the case. And I think what we've seen is that, in many ways, the the person who's most apt to download and utilize our app are our sort of our brand loyalists, our small business customers who know us best and uh and are um you know um most critical to our business. So something like our app, you know, we really think about that as a as a business tool. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we also see consumers, though, using our mobile website very extensively as well. So I think there's some degrees of differences, but, um, you know, I don't think there is a sense that you can say, you know, this is just a consumer phenomenon. Right. You know, I think this is a uh, human phenomenon that uh, is really important to our small businesses as well as our consumers. Okay. Makes perfect sense. So at this point, we're going to take a very short commercial break. Please stand by, and we'll be right back with Brian Pilter and more of the conversation. Market Edge will return in just a moment. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit the Internet Marketing Ninjas booth at PubCon 2011 Vegas or visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. Ad Media tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything Ad Media can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. Ad Media, strong ROI made simple. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. On the road. On the boat. Working out. Or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, 
Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone, as well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. WebmasterRadio.fm. We really are everywhere. Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's WebmasterRadio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Market Edge, bringing you the best and brightest voices in digital marketing, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Glenn Engler. Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Glenn Engler, and I'm here today with Brian Pilzer, Vice President of E-Commerce and Business Development for Staples.com, talking about online retailing and mobile commerce. Okay, so we were just talking about the app and how different consumers, many of your uh, loyal consumers or customers are ones that are downloading and engaging in mobile. Um, to that end, I'm curious how you're finding location-based services coming into play given the retail footprint. So I, I think location-based uh, services are one of the most exciting um, areas of opportunity for us as a, as a retailer. Um, in terms of, again, adding more value to our customers and reaching them in new ways. Um, you know, on our mobile website, as an example, we do little things to make uh, shopping easier, uh, such as uh, geolocating where the customer is when they're on the site and uh, suggesting stores based upon that location. Mm. Um, what you'll see with uh, the mobile app we're releasing in the next couple of weeks is we're going to take that to um, a much further lever- level where we will be looking at um, um, recognizing customers in our stores and engaging with them in very unique ways based upon that. Um, So uh, I think others have used more of a check-in where we ask the customer to do the work of checking into a store, and uh, we actually see location-based as an opportunity to let the technology do some of the work and then start engaging our customers uh, based upon what we know about them, including where they're located. Uh, really interesting, makes perfect sense for the customer satisfaction uh, instance, especially if many of your best customers are the ones that are engaging. I love it. So one of the things that we're seeing a lot with different retailers, really every industry, but it seems that retailers really um, struggle may be the wrong word, but the constant challenge is, again, back to this metric of success. And at the end of the day, retailers have to move merchandise off the shelves, uh, virtual or live. How do you think about the balance of a lot of the work that you're doing vis-a-vis driving brand metrics, driving the buzz or engagement or discussion about products and services, and driving uh, stuff off the shelves? You know, I think um, Staples has actually employed a pretty customer-centric approach for a while now around the notion of easy, which is, you know, how can we just make shopping easier for our customers? Small businesses are busy people, um, and honestly, the more time we can save them from the process of shopping, the better so they they can run their businesses. Um, So the philosophy we take, um, you know, especially around things like mobile and social, but e-commerce in general, is we focus first on how can we solve their pain points. We fundamentally believe if we eliminate pain points in shopping, um, we empower them more and put more information in their hand. That will make shopping easier. They will value that inherently and then give us more business as a byproduct. 
Um, so that's how we approach everything. Okay, perfect. So there's so much changing in the digital, social, mobile landscape. Um, and you have a uh, everybody is clearly understaffed, not enough time, all of the pressures that you undoubtedly have given all the different hats you wear within Staples. How do you and your team keep your finger on the pulse of what's new and promising? Um, I, I would say there's sort of two dimensions to that. Uh, one is um, I, uh, we try not to get over enamored with technology, or at least not start with the technology. Um, you know, it sort of comes back to basic marketing 101. Know who your customers are, know what they want from you, and how you can eliminate their pain points, and then focus on doing so. Um, so the lens in which we look at these new technologies is really uh, all about our customers and how can we solve their problems. So in the context of that, um, you know, we uh, have a very deliberate program of bringing vendors in, of in sending our team and engaging in conferences, in knowledge sharing with uh, non-competitive peers. Uh, we deliberately incorporate in the mix of the people we work with um, uh, outside resources as well to make sure we get fresh thinking. And uh, lately, we've been really um, building out the team. Uh, very aggressively and deliberately in the mix, uh, bringing on uh, some really great outside ta talent to keep our thinking fresh. Um, so, wouldn't say we've uh, gotten it perfect, but um, you know, it's clearly, clearly a priority for us. But again, to your point on on how do you focus it, uh, you start first with the customer and what problems you're trying to solve or or what you're trying to do for your customers, and then think about the technologies after that. And I think that can bring some good focus to what you're doing. It's a very sound, level-headed advice for companies getting bombarded nonstop. So if you take off your, um, your staples.com and your staples hat and you look at other examples that are out there, what, um, what brands or what sites do you love or reach to for sources of inspiration? Um, well, I... Uh Great question, Glenn. I, I guess I focus on ESPN as, as something that I can really relate to, and it's beyond the obvious of getting to you know, learn more about your football team. But I think the notion of how they are interacting across um, all kinds of devices um, through all kinds of medium um, is uh, fascinating. Um, they know who their customer is. Um, they know that I, as a crazy sports fan, want to have access if I'm in a in a restaurant and there's a game on, I want to have access to it on my smartphone. Um, they know I want perhaps to sit on my couch with an iPad and, uh, and uh, interact that way um, or, uh, or elsewhere. So I think if you look at the variety of, of medium that they're accessing and providing content to, um, it amazes me. And also the creativity and the way that they're getting their end customers to engage through all the fantasy leagues and another yep. functionality that they just continue to innovate on. So I think they're using a wide range of uh, vehicles, so uh, you know, which impresses me. But it feels like they're also a company that's not afraid to, uh, to try, learn, and fail a couple times, but uh, learn in the process and, and try again. It, it's a great one. I, I love them as well. They're one of my favorites. And watching how they have grown and evolved over the, the 30 years to be the place that everybody goes and bringing their personalities front and center, using the, the content um, absolutely right and the multiple devices, it's, it is just absolutely and utterly brilliant. I love it.
Thanks to everyone in the audience for listening to today's conversation. If you have any questions or would like to talk further about the topic of today's show, feel free to connect with me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Glenn Engler or on my blog at www.glennengler.com. And please visit www.webmasterradio.fm at 12 noon Eastern Time on Tuesdays to tune into episodes of Market Edge. Thank you very much.